Yeah. All right. And here we go. We're 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 live and we're right at you. All right. From welcome. WJTB Studios. Welcome to uh, Foods and Dudes with uh, no Balthazar at the moment. He uh, he ran into some uh, trouble issues that need to be attended to, and you know we do have a time slot we need to yeah. adhere to for um, our viewers. So we're gonna be starting without him. Uh, hopefully he will be able to make it uh, part way through the show, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so since he is not here though, we can talk about wrestling. <laughs> so it's the special episode <laughs> of uh, Foods and Dudes where we just talk about wrestling. Um, there is actually one thing I do want to bring up. Well, we were talking about the um a battle royale just before we start talking night. about stuff. Um, I would just like to introduce our new uh, theme song. Oh, so let me oh, just let me just okay. get it up so I can play it. Um, where where right, where do I have it? Um, there we go. All right, I want to hear this. Um, oh, I always. I, okay, wait. Play to TV Samsung Series Forty. What? I don't think that's it. Uh, Windows Media Player. All right, should I mute ourselves for this? We need. <laughs> yeah. The dudes is Yeah, so that's our new theme song. I mentioned it last week, um, where I said I just wanted to take the Rock's theme song and take out um, the the word "the Rock" and, uh, from where cooking is, and just put uh, us saying the dudes. Yeah, and that's uh, that was pretty easy. That happened, and uh, I, I appreciate the, the effort. I like that a lot. Um, well done, Sean. Thank you. Thank Very you. Well done, right there. Um, if only, if only I could cook something this week. Yeah, I, <laughs> I literally exams have been just destroying yeah. me. Not even exams in, as in multiple exams, just a singular exam of uh, thermodynamics l destroyed me this week. Was it, yeah, I also felt similar about my calculus two exam. I, um, mm. it was weird because uh, last night after the exam, I just kind of didn't think about it. I ended up playing Street Fighter for two hours or three hours and I just didn't think about it the entire time until after I was in bed. Nothing was distracting me and I was like, oh god. Oh god, why did I why did I do that on this exam? And look, like, there's look, sometimes like, sometimes exams fail. Yeah. And you just gotta, sometimes plans fail. Yeah. Just gotta power through it, you know? Damn, that's true. But, um... But, uh... We're gonna do another snack this week. Um, I always feel bad when we do snacks after I started out real strong by just making, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seven dishes. Yeah. Dude, those... Uh, those those apple fritters were just so much work. Yeah, and, like, I know. And they weren't even, like, like extraordinary either. So, like... It's just because they were too sweet. Yeah, they were too it, sweet. Like, 
I, I, I feel like I don't know what I would really do to maybe maybe use Granny Smith's to fix that. Interesting. Idea. I don't know. But um, next week's going to be the big Thanksgiving extravaganza. Okay. Um, and that that's a so anyone who's on the show is going to be bringing in a dish it's or bringing in food. Wednesday. Yeah. Is that Thanksgiving day or the day before? Day before. Okay. We're gonna also be doing um, our other show, Garbage Theater, right before it. Before? Yeah. So we're gonna have the trash crew uh, crash in for it. Um. It's gonna be the ultimate crossover event. What hour is that? Uh, see, that's what we have to work on right now. Yeah, because that's Friday classes, right? Yeah. Do you have Friday classes? Yes, I do. What are your Friday classes? Um, I only have one, really, that I actually need to go to, 4 to 5.30. So. We should be able to work that out. Yeah. But, uh, we'll find out. As long as I'm here for G2, that, that's good. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, that's the big plan for next week. Um. I'm 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 probably gonna make mashed potatoes. Okay. Um. Did Spencer come to a GT this week? No. You see, he went to the tournament, right? I don't know. He's not at the tournament yet. Oh, is he going like next week? Tomorrow, I think, or today. Okay. Yeah, right. I haven't seen that man. Yeah. In like three weeks. Yeah. And I'm right. concerned. I'm concerned. <laughs> I also haven't seen him. But um, that's besides the foot. But yeah. back to the food. This week, um, I just brought in oh. uh. Peanut butter pretzels. Uh, they're pretzels stuffed with peanut butter. I don't know how one would, like, make this at home. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Because, like, it's very crunchy, and it has the peanut butter in it, but, like, where's the hole? It's not like a Reese. It's not like a... Well, I don't even know how they make Reese's either. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole secret. How do they make M&M's? How do they put the chocolate in the shell? Dude, we're never going to learn. Come on. How do they make Tootsie Pops? Many questions. Many questions. How many licks does it take? <laughs> Not enough eating, Sean. We gotta dive deep into these peanut butter pretzels right now. Yeah, but they're extremely crunchy, so we should have a song um, playing oh, hell, uh, while and, we're eating. You know, uh, um, I was actually gonna bring a music today. Music today on our media talk. I'm gonna okay. play, play some of that. You could play a sample of it. Yeah. Po- yeah. Do you want possibly? Yeah, no, it'll be good. Yeah, bring up bring up the sample of the music that you're going to be talking about later, uh, either through YouTube oh, or oh, Spotify. Oh, I get to do like a whole like sample later. Ooh, okay. no, oh, oh no, no, right now. Yeah. So that we can eat and not annoy people with our crunchiness. Yeah. Okay, oh. since Spotify's not logged in, just use the YouTube. Oh. All right then. I'll or uh, I can plug in my phone with the aux because we have an aux cable in here. I can, I, um, I can also just do mine. Yeah. Whereas, but, do you want me to use YouTube or the phone? Just do whatever you want. I'm going to do whatever I want. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, on on the slate today is music, wrestling, um, and I'm going to talk about a board game I played last night. Yeah, I saw you play. We're uh, up very late last night. Oh, I was up so late. I, I'm like... So I get a message as I'm leaving school about 9 p.m. It's like, hey, anyone want to play a board game on uh, Tabletop Simulator, which is a um, video game you can get through Steam, and it's like you can just play any board game you want. Monopoly. I don't know why you would play Monopoly. Yeah, like literally like... <laughs> Chess, uh, poker, 
Catan. Ooh, I love me some Catan. I have my opinions on Catan. Do you not like it? I like I liked it a lot. I just feel that like it's so well. No, it's a good game. It's just that in my group, it's overplayed because no okay. one else ever wants to learn anything else. So we always. Just I can play understand. Catan. Okay, I understand that if something's overplayed, I I do understand like when you're trying to like play something new with a group yeah um it's really frustrating i'm not gonna yeah because like everyone's like nowhere near as patient i don't want to learn this new game even though yeah like even though they they don't learn the katan they can't just look like people should just have the same learning curve that i do have when i learn a new game and just win every time that's true um but so i played the game uh it's called Root, root okay uh last night it is a little board. It's a strategy board game, kind of like Catan, where you're trying to get resources and stuff and like control plots of air of land. But you your figures are little mini uh, owls? animals. Oh, never mind. Okay, there are there are owls. Um, no, there aren't owls. I I keep thinking it's like a bird based board game for well, some reason. Okay, see the reason you think it's a bird based board game is that whenever it's played. The main like to- the the last time it was played, the main talk about it was how our friend Michael um, lost because his bird empire collapsed. Ah, oh, okay. And that's why you think it's about birds, but it's like little woodland creatures trying to fight for um, control of the forest, and it's really nice. Each like faction has different little wooden figures, different rule sets, different pieces, and it's like really fun. Um, so this does look kind of good, actually. I'm surprised. It's, yeah, it's real big oh. brain strategy. Um, Would you say it's more complex? Than, it, that, it's more complex than Catan, right? I think yes, just because of the fact that each like color, each like faction has a different rule set Ooh. on how to play. Yeah, that sounds good. So, like for example, there's one. Uh, the one I played was the crows, um, and their entire game style is about putting stuff down. And then you putting down troops and then sacrificing those troops to put down tokens. And these tokens are like, they, they're one of four things. They're a bomb, a bear trap, a raid, or um, extortion. So if you reveal a bomb or a bear trap, the bomb removes all enemy tokens from that tile. So you can just, like what I did... Without even knowing what I was doing, I uh, took out our friend Conroe's base <laughs> by I, I put down a bomb token, right? And like this was at like turn five. This was at like turn five. I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm like, because I just saw he had a lot of people, a lot of troops on that one tile and like a a base, and I just blew it up, and it just and he was playing the birds. Um, who their rule set is they put down a card and they have to follow what that card says um, in a specific order. So they put down like four cards as their laws, their decrees. Okay. Um, and if they don't, if they can't follow that like order set for their turn, they lose either a card or a point or um, like a troop. And like if like they can't do it enough, they just lose every single part of their play style. And since I bombed Conroe's uh, base and all of his troops, the next turn came around and he couldn't do anything. 
and his entire government got thrown out. And it's like, <laughs> oops. I'm just so, ha- I'm so happy to happen to him of all people. Like, of course. Fuck. Well, no, it was even better because, like, I just didn't know what I was doing. That too. And, like, I I, I'm like, oh I flipped God. this bomb token. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm, he, oh my god, that that's just such a him thing to happen. They're like, of course, of course, that happens to him. Like, and then uh, there's like another uh, faction that's like they don't um, start with anything on the board, but they place down like support, and they can cause like rebellions and stuff. Well, what critters are they? They are foxes. Ooh, okay. No, they were mice. I think mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what they were, but they were green. And then there's another faction of otters that um, they just, like, sell stuff. Their whole thing is about, like, selling their hands, selling their troops, uh, selling transportation, um, and then using, like, what they get from selling to buy more things and, right. like, get trading posts and stuff. And, yeah, that was pretty... It was, it was pretty fun. It was my first time playing. I was learning, like, a little babby. Mm-hmm. And um, I, 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 I won. I was gonna ask you like that's how the game works. Jesus Christ! Only I can. It's it's the same as Scythe. Like Conroe sent out. uh, There's a game Scythe, which is like Catan, but like more Soviet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Connor Conroe sent out like an entire like video detailing um how to play the game, and it was like an hour long. Like everyone else watched it, and I'm like. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it someday. <sighs> Day comes along that we have to play the game. I'm like, oh, I haven't watched it yet. Just run the rules down real quick. I choose like a, a harder faction as well. I win. I haven't won a. I I haven't lost the game of Scythe. I know it's disgusting. Look, there's look in that Civ game. Once Spencer takes his turn, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start destroying Conroe. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've just learned that, um, I should really be like a military strategist, because yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a master at strategy, Literally. but no, I would never be a military strate- strategist because, uh, like murder's wrong. Yeah. That, that too. So, uh, let's, let, let's play that song while we, let's uh, eat. Yeah. munch on this, uh, this, the, these snacks. Yeah. I can't wait to eat some of that peanut butter pretzel. It's going to be good. Dude, peanut butter, like, okay, I am an absolute utter fiend. I'm aware. For I'm peanut aware. butter. Anything with peanut butter is, like, automatically, like, better than other things without peanut butter. Well, we'll find out.
Okay. What's up? We have just eaten some peanut butter uh, pretzel bites. From Trader Joe's. So. Damn, I forgot I was supposed to stop eating. Well, let me just finish this one. Um, So, do you want to go first, Sean, or do you want me to go first with my rating? Um, I believe... Uh I'll go first on the T. Broxmeyer 12 out of 12 mm-hmm. um, pattern and T. Broxmeyer scale. I believe that these pretzel bites are pretty decent overall. Um, I'd say, uh, you know, they're what you expect. They're pretzels with peanut butter in them. They're very dry. Very, yeah, very dry. Definitely. Like it's hard to talk dry. Yeah, I gotta I gotta actually drink some water too. So that's take that, that that's points off. And also the bag's very plain, very simple. But it's from Trader Joe's. So like but it it's from Trader Joe's and you expect like pirate theme because that's what t- Trader Joe is. He's a pirate. But it looks like it's a Kirkland brand. Yeah, I, it that's that's pretty low effort. So. And like, you know, these aren't going to sustain you. These aren't going to be like a memorable uh, food for like time to come, you know? You're going to be like, yeah, yeah, they're all right. You know, I'll snack on them. But you're not going to like be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go home and I'm going to have these peanut butter pretzel bites. Yeah. You just see them in your closet and you're like, yeah. Or your pantry <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I guess I'm eating them tonight. So, you know, they're they're really like a 7 out of 12 in my opinion. That's a, that's a very good rating and I'm I think I'm inclined to agree. I'm very conflicted in general on these things. I'm going to say more 7.5 out of 12 cuz they are they're like better than potato chips. Yeah, I would say that too. So I know I just feel very conflicted because I really like as soon as I eat more than like a couple of these, I'm like, "Wow, I I don't want any more." You're like, help, please, there's cement in my mouth. Please help, I need help. That's why. Like, it's good, but I feel like... I think I do honestly prefer regular pretzels over these, in my opinion. See, sometimes I'll take regular pretzels and I'll dip them into peanut butter. That's how much I like peanut butter. Damn, alright. Dude, I, I, I can eat peanut butter by the spoonful. Yeah. Many people do. I don't really um I don't really like doing that, but I do I love peanut butter as well. It just goes well with most things. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Peanut butter's fantastic. Mm. If you don't like peanut butter, get out. Unless you're allergic. Um and that's a shame. Yeah, you you were screwed. Maybe you can eat almond butter. I hear that's like <laughs> similar I gotta try that. Actually, I'm very curious what almond butter tastes like. And cashew butter. We had a uh, the cashew butter in the bare naked granola last week. That was cashew butter. Yeah. Okay. It said it on the uh, the packaging, the bare packaging, the yeah. best packaging we've had on the show so far. It was fantastic. It was just completely bare themed. I loved it. It was great. It was. It was, it was great. 
So yeah, um, what's your what's your official number rating? I'm gonna go with seven. Or yeah, uh, like honestly, I totally agree with you on this one. It's just seven or seven point five. I yeah, can't. it's like, it's all right. I'm not I'm not gonna go out of my way for it, you know. But if it's there, I'll eat it. Yeah, like I, don't know, I just don't think the pretzel and the peanut butter com- combination does it for me. I just feel like they're so. Like, I feel like pretzels already are drying by itself, but with the peanut butter, it just makes it... In- yeah, it really does kind of feel like just tasty cement in your mouth. That cement tastes delicious. It does. It freaking does. But so, that, uh, yeah. That was our food. Um, I, th- I believe uh, you uh, wanted to talk about a little wrestling. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to bring up something that I thought was interesting. I saw this on r slash squared circle earlier today. I hate that subreddit. But you still browse it. Um, Well, yeah. (laughs) um, It's okay. I do that with Kappa. And um, essentially, um, I forgot what it was in response to. So let's just quickly explain what the squared circle is. Um, Yeah, because it took me a while to actually get why it was called that. And I remember explaining it to uh, Connor uh, Fleming. Last week. Oh, I'm sure that went well. Basically, for some reason, he thought it was like MMA, <laughs> squared circle. And it's like, dude, that's that, that's an octagon. <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, you know, like like the the the, 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 the circle is like straight. <laughs> and it's like, no. Uh, but no, the reason it's called a squared circle is because a wrestling ring or even a boxing ring, um, it's called a ring, right? And that's a circle. A ring's always a circle, but it's a square, so it's a squared so, ring, so a squared circle. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, hold on. I gotta find this. Oh, all right. Basically, somebody pointed out that um. Uh. So John Moxley, you know, big AEW talent. The way he enters the ring is is different every time. Yeah. And um, I thought that was really cool because he compared he compared it to like stock WWE entrances, where uh, every single superstar almost enters the same way every time. And yeah, I like that. And he pointed out like that again. This is like really good with AEW is that it's showing like just how far you can like ad- advance wrestling as a whole it's showing what wrestling can really be rather than this like carny like yes that like okay look in in the same time span that aew is doing like john moxley having this little thing with john moxley having backstage stuff with chris jericho just being a jerk to everyone having the jurassic express having um a great like these great matches right and like these great matches combined with like good backstage storytelling and like good in ring storytelling. The WWE has uh, Baron Corbin bringing out a uh, person in a dog mascot to make fun of Roman Reigns because he's the big dog. <laughs> um, I just remember like, see, here's the thing. John Moxley talked about on his pot his first like podcast appearance after leaving WWE and appearing in AEW was Talk is Jericho. And he talked about how Vince McMahon wanted him to do an angle against 
his his personal close friend Roman Reigns, aka the Big Dog, um, where John Moxley would come out with a pooper scooper, <laughs> and also uh, eventually would uh, make fun of his real life friend, like not not just like they're not just like they they they're K-fabe. friends in the performance. They're real life friends before they even got to WWE, right? Like they're still real life friends today. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon wanted John Moxley to, uh, formerly Dean Ambrose, to make fun of Roman Reigns, his actual friend, actual cancer, actual leukemia. Yeah. And like, it is the most, like it. It's just why you can you you can get people to boo you, boo you. Without making fun of someone's actual life-threatening disease. Yeah, with that, like, that cheat-ass heap. Look, it, because they're, 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 the thing is, uh, Baron Corbin came out with a poop bag talking about dog poop with Roman Reigns recently, and I'm very concerned that Izzy's getting very close to the cancer joke. Yeah. But I do think Baron Corbin might have a bit of sense on himself. Mm-hmm. And okay. we'll be like, I can't say that. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, but what, what, what? The thing with the entrances is that it's so interesting because you could someone point out that you know for all the like, if you change your entrance each time, they, it also has a different way of conveying like how the wrestler is going into the match. Like they can be confident, yeah, you know, like that like, kind of stuff. And like they they talked about. John Cena. Yeah, they did. Um, uh, how, um, wait, you saw a thread I'm talking yes, about, Yes, right? I read the yeah, same yeah, thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, they talked about how John Cena was, um, he, he actually did it the best in recent WWE times. Um, for example, like, how when he was facing against Brock Lesnar, a, you know, much stronger opponent, he just had the... Right after Brock Lesnar defeated Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Undertaker at WrestleMania is more powerful than Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, uh, Goku. Yes, and um, he just had the no, the never give up towel. Just went into it, you know. He he had like some apprehension, which was cool and it made sense. And even when 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 Cena faced off against Punk at Money in the Bank 2011. Was that in Chicago? In Chicago, he yeah. he didn't like try to pander or anything. He knew that it was an opposing crowd. He knew he was just gonna go in there and did it. And Punk did the opposite. He, CM like, Punk is from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. If you if you, I mean, he makes it very clear. But um, Sur- Survivor Series this Sunday's in Chicago. Oh, CM Punk's coming back. No, he's not. Yeah. Um, but I also like some of the suggestions they had for like certain types of matches. Like I thought this one made so much sense. Whenever there's an unsanctioned match, there yeah, there shouldn't be like a Titan Tron or entrance music or anything. They should just walk to the ring because it's an unsanctioned match. I thought okay. that was so cool. But if 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 the unsanctioned match is like someone like Kenny Omega, who's one of the EVPs, the executive vice presidents, oh he's yeah, sure as hell. And Kenny Omega, not just one of the EVPs, executive vice presidents. But he's also going absolutely insane, not being able to defeat John Moxley. Yeah. Of course, Kenny Omega is gonna have some elaborate entrance and like some, cause like he's just mad with power. Yeah. And like, yeah, no, it's it's a little thing that changes up. Like it, 
further enhances the story. Because we've never seen that kind of stuff before, but it makes so much sense. So it's like, oh, wow, that's actually cool. And, like, it's not blatant. Yeah, it's not really obvious. There's, like, it treats the audience like they're not total idiots, too. Yeah. So. And, like, another thing I like is, like, that the bad guys aren't all just, like, I love you because you're a bad guy. They're, like. They're not League of Villains. Yeah. They're, <laughs> like, they're they're in it for themselves, a lot of them, you know? And, like, yeah. That's good. That's great. Dude, MJF is such a is such a heel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like, know. Orange Cassidy was doing his bit and MJF yeah. uh stopped it. Orange Cassidy is um the best wrestler of all time. Uh all he does is he puts his hands in his pockets, his jean pockets, and does like little love tap kicks, but everyone loves it. And MJF threw him out of the battle royale and everyone hated MJF for it. Who's that? Who's that? It's Connor. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> I thought it was on. On air, we have an on-air sign. Um, but no. Uh, wrestling's cool. It is cool. Why does that keyboard already look extremely dirty? Is it new? Yeah, we got it like uh. last week, and it's covered in dust. <laughs> um, WJ, WJTV, but. Yeah, such as that. Uh, what else do I want to discuss? Do we want to... Um, I mean, have you been doing anything else this week, Sean? I know it's been a stressful it's week. It's been a... See, I, I, I was, like, thinking about watching The Mandalorian or um, the new Watchmen series last night. Okay. But I didn't. Mm. You know, there's actually a, another TV show you could be watching instead um I don't is, know it, if you, is it the wire yeah yeah uh, i kevin finally finished season four and said it is the best season of, t- of a tv show he's ever seen oh nice i'm just saying i'm just saying it is no like it is i don't want to talk about because i I feel like i've talked well, about it so yeah, much you, but like you t- like it feels like this semester every conversation has ended like has had you talk about the wire once because all right, all right. It, I, I've heard it's a very good show and I've been meaning to watch it, but like I got to be in a mindset, you know, it's also it is a very dense show. Yeah. I, but that is like why it's good. You need to like, like, look, like you, you can compare entertainment to food. There is yeah, like, yeah, they, there are peanut You're butter right. filled pretzel entertainment. And that's like family guy. Uh, no, not no even, family. Not not, that's like a, maybe a Bob's burgers. Really? Or, oh, wait, then what the hell? What would you consider the Okay, no, yeah, Bob's Burgers is better than peanut butter fi- pil- filled pretzels. I'd say like, um, hmm, because like it's better than like av- it, It's not bad, but like you're not gonna look at look go out of the way for it, you know? Yeah. It's like The Office. <laughs> yeah, I I like I like how we have the same opinion on The Office. Yeah, The Office isn't that good. Oh, I okay, mine is that like. But then like The Wire is like. Uh, uh, no. Ratatouille from Ratatouille. the movie Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah. Like it's 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 the dish you go go for, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I also I haven't been watching watching like anything recently since then though. That's the thing. Um, have you seen The Good Place? No. That's another that that that's a uh, one of the two things I've been keeping up with. Um, 
What's the other thing? This year, uh, wrestling. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, okay, I meant. Okay, I got what you mean. Um, it's, it's a comedy, right? Yeah, it's um, it's a sitcom, but like, it's funny. It's so like the thing is, it's like a sitcom with continuity. Okay. Um, and each episode leads into the next. Like, there's not like. You know, an episode of Seinfeld where like Kramer comes in, like there's no, <laughs> you know, it, it it's not like I'm sorry, we really we act, I can't believe you mentioned you were the first one to mention freaking Kramer on this episode. I'm, I'm just keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but um, so like, it's like a, it's not like Seinfeld where like you have like the beats of like Kramer comes in, Kramer has crazy idea, Kramer does B plot, or you know. Uh, George is dating woman. George has dumb problem with minor aspects of woman. George is no longer seeing woman. Or Jerry is seeing woman. Uh, <laughs> Jerry does something stupid. Woman no longer seeing Jerry. Uh, Elaine. I haven't seen enough Seinfeld. Elaine's kind of just like there. She's doing her own thing. Yeah. Elaine's like really like the least formulaic of the characters. She's like doing her own thing like as a person and like the rest are like in their formulas and like there's like even episodes where like she goes and finds new friends and like it's like oh they're exactly like the the, uh, like no (laughs) she goes and finds a new group of friends and they're a bizarro world version of Jerry Kramer and George to the point where the bizarro world Jerry's apartment is flipped, like exactly flipped, uh, uh, like like the set. Right. <laughs> and Jerry Seinfeld in 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 his apartment, he has a statue of Superman mm-hmm. in bizarro Jerry's apartment. He has a statue of bizarro. Oh, my yeah. God. Um. But yeah, no, it's not like, it's not like, you know, where each episode is separate from each other and like, maybe there's a callback, like, you know, it's not like Festivus happens one week and the next week you have the soup Nazi, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like Festivus happens, Festivus still happened and they're dealing with that and then the soup Nazi comes next week. That's like what it would be. But The Good Place is, um, so the premise of The Good Place is Eleanor Shellstrop. She's just a... She's just a random old girl from uh, Arizona. She dies in a m- accident at the grocery store. Okay. She gets run over by a bunch of grocery carts as she's bending down to pick up a bottle of margarita mix. Okay. But something... She was a terrible person, right? <laughs> yeah. She, you know, she worked at, like, a scam calling place, and she scammed old people out of their money. Um, She didn't help anyone. She was, like, just a terrible person, right? You know? But some accounting error happens, and she goes... She gets put into the good place, right? Mm-hmm. And she's not supposed to be there. And things start going wrong. And she's like, I... I I can't go to hell, right? So she, like, actively searches out to get better. And, like, the big thing about The Good Place is, like, as she's searching out to get better to fit into The Good Place, it delves into, uh, like, ethical and moral problems faced by people, like, today. And it's not, like, ethical and moral, like, other sitcoms are, like, oh, you know, like, 
be nice to each other, uh, accept others, uh, like, differences, like, in, like, one or two episodes. It's, like, the entire thesis. Builds, builds upon each other. Like, yeah, it and, like, it talks about ethical problems, like, uh, and it talks about ethical theories as well, like, utilitarianism, um, comp, uh, the trolley problem. There, There is an episode where they do the trolley problem, but... It's um like you're you're on the trolley, uh, okay. right? And it's like oh, there's like seven workers over here, and there's one person over here. You can pull the switch, and you save the seven workers. Uh, but that one person is Santa Claus, <laughs> and like they do it like seventeen times, and like the guy who's running the trolley problem is just traumatized because he killed like Santa seven times. <laughs> All right. Okay. And um but it's on its fourth season. Yeah. And um I don't really want to get into spoilers. Yeah. But like things progress to where they basically find out that the system for good and bad is broken mm-hmm. for today's modern world. And the entire plot of season four is to try to find is to fix that system okay um so there's a new episode tonight i'm pretty excited for that it's a good show um it has good character moments and it has like funny bits as well okay and yeah it's like i'd say it's like a it's a good grilled cheese sandwich okay you know like it's comforting you know and it's not like it, it's not gonna win any awards. It's not. It's not gonna get you a star at your restaurant. But like, someone's gonna come in. They're gonna get that grilled cheese sandwich, or you're gonna go home. You're gonna make that grilled cheese sandwich, and you're gonna sit down. You're gonna enjoy it, you know. And like, you're gonna you're probably gonna think about another grilled cheese sandwich, and you're gonna look forward to that grilled cheese sandwich. But you're not gonna have it all the time. You're not gonna want to have it like all the time, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. Um, the good place is pretty good all right i'll look into it i mean it seems like it has good reviews across the board so i should definitely it's yeah, a, take a look. it's like made by the same people that did uh parks and rec and uh do pergolin 99 okay. the uh like producers and like behind the scenes people okay then who so. started on the office but they didn't start the office they just started on the office ricky gervais started the office and that's why the office isn't good so um okay i have you ever heard of a show called Peep Show? I've seen a lot of like clips, clips on of, YouTube. Okay. And like I'm like this seems like it would be funny. And I recently found out it's on Netflix and I added it to my list. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, okay. It is funny. I've No, it is funny. If you like British comedy, you'll definitely love it. I I'm a big fan of British comedy. British comedy is like weird cuz like it's very dry. Yeah. Um but like it's it's also hilarious. Yeah. Except for like that one British comedian, uh, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> he yeah. sucks. Um, Ricky Gervais is. I don't get why people find him funny. He's like a dick. That's his. That's, <laughs> that's entire. His that's in, he's a dick. That's his entire thing, and it's like, I I don't know. Like <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's just his thing. It's um, like it, it. It's pretty easy to be funny without saying like, oh, trans people shouldn't have rights. Like yeah. And then people are like, no, no, it's just a joke. And it's like, no, it's not. Because it's not funny. It's just, 
it's just a statement that's just straight up wrong. Yeah, no, it. He, he's a bit of a hack. He, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, actually. For a thing to be a joke, it has to be funny, and also like, yes. has to be like, humor out of something, not just a statement that's like, oh ha ha ha, I triggered the snowflakes, and it's <laughs> like, no, you're just being a jerk. Yeah. Ricky Gervais, I know you're listening. Yeah, I, I, I will, I will fight you on top of the whack in a steel cage match. <laughs> Pay per view. It'll be good. No rules. No rules. Uh, Tia, would you be my manager for that? Uh, oh yeah. Wait, would I? Could I like, like, you know, f with the ref? Like, you know, when he's a, when, if like Ricky is about a pin, I'll like pull the refs. Oh, leg. absolutely. Yeah, also, there's okay. no, there's no rules. So you could F with, with uh, Ricky, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would ask Balthazar to come in, too, but he's not here right now. Yeah. Um, it, would, it would be a pretty... It would be the... I'd ask the trash crew to back me up. Yeah. That's the, my, that's my inner circle. That's my <laughs> oh, inner yeah, circle. That, that, yeah. That's my wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... What, there's, like, multiple things I wanted to bring up on this show. Today. You wanted to bring up the music. Yeah, I because I, I feel like we've never talked about music in general on this show. Yeah, so I was like, you know, and we do like, play music. Let's, we, we could talk a little about it. Yeah. So recently, um, uh, my new thing is, if ever since like really the last semester is like, I, instead of like listen listening to like whole bunch like genres, I'll just focus on artists for two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the last what was the last time? Because I feel like it was. Damn, I don't know. Whatever it is, right now, I am delving into Nine Inch Nails again. Um, pretty popular band, but I'm I am a big fan of Trent Reznor. I think they're quite kind of quote unquote uh, emo. Um, I would like to have the emo discussion. I would like to have a talk about the emo word on air one of these days. Uh, look, shout out to emo does not equal sad. Uh, um, yes, I respect the name of that show already. Um, because listen, I wouldn't first. I would never describe Nine Inch Nails as emo, unless you are using the modern term of emo, which I feel is so way too general for it to actually mean anything. Which is just sad music, which Nine Inch Nails definitely is, especially. See, okay, but then like, but then that you could li- label uh, our our good pal Juliana's entire music collection as emo, but we label her music taste as sad or I sad. Um, wait, so are like you Ju- saying- Juliana's like entire music, like she has a playlist yeah, called I sad and that's her biggest playlist. No, 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 oh, no, I'm agreeing with you. I don't yeah. think we should call that emo. Cause that's like, no, mother- that's like, there's, there's a difference between like emo and sad boy music, and there might be some Venn diagram overlap. E- e- no, no, no. Emo is definitely like sad. Okay, sad music. No, emo is definitely sad music. Not all sad music is emo. Is what I'm trying to say. Emo. Ah, damn, I didn't want to talk. Ah, what? Of course, I end up talking about emo of all things. I just to clarify, I don't even really like emo, like actual emo. I like Midwest emo, but when it comes to like. Pop punk emo, I think I oh, that's one of my least favorite genres of music. I'm not gonna lie. Is that like what what, what would pop punk emo okay. be? Okay. Mom jeans. <laughs> um MCR. Look, Mom Jeans has a song called Bong Jovi and mm. 
it's uh, I like it because of the name. I haven't listened to a lot more of their stuff, but no, I do agree because like sometimes like things on Spotify will come up and like they'll just sound. Uh, I think what you're saying is like pop punk emo, like to me. Yeah, it all sounds very similar. I just totally agree. And with Mom Jeans, me and Kevin, me and Kevin were like kind of OG Mom Jeans fans back when Best Buds first weeks in 2016. We like we've listened to them. You know, we we saw their first show on the East Coast or whatever, like stuff like that. But man, it sounds so dated when you listen to it now. Like I I will ne- I can never really listen to Best Buds and think, wow, this is like good music. In fact, I think most of the time, most of the time, it's just not. Like, it's so unrefined. I'm sorry. I just, damn, I, I, of course, I did not want to talk about emo and pop punk, but I, I just want to get out there. I'm not a big fan. You brought this on yourself. I did bring it on myself. Can, I, can we go back to Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just. I just know that uh, they have that song. Um, they, they, they covered. The Rick and Morty they, song? No, they covered um, a Johnny Cash song. Empire of Dirt. Uh, what, what is okay, that? Hurt. Okay. They covered Johnny Cash's Hurt. Is that a joke or? I hate you, Sean. I hate you, Sean. Because, you know, people do think that, you know, people do actually think that. Well, I'm sorry. If you're going to if if you're gonna make a song, make sure it's the best version and don't let Johnny Cash make yeah, a better version. I agree. I agree. That's why I, I genuinely think the Nine Inch Nails version is the best version of the song. That's wrong. No, I, no, no. I totally, I just, no, I disagree. I uh, I really think Hurt is way better when it comes from Trent Reznor than Johnny Cash. I know Trent Reznor even disagrees with me, but <laughs> I really, honest to God, I listen, the Johnny Cash version of Hurt is also amazing. It's top tier. It's top tier. The music video with it is amazing because, you know, I mean, it tells a story and you don't even really, like, it tells a story. But so does... If Johnny Cash was alive today, he would cl- be classified as country punk. Well, that's a. I don't. I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> I have my opinions on that as well. Um, but I think I don't. Even, wait, is country punk actually a thing? Yeah, I would consider that oh, a thing. Christ. I would. Well, I'm. I. I might just be thinking of folk punk, which is a thing. But like, dude, there's so many like subgenres of music. Yeah, I know. And like, I it's can... like, is it good? Is it bad? So people, I don't know. So people what say it's. Say? People say it's bad. I personally am okay with it because. I feel like there honestly is a lot of specific sounds you're always going to be looking for. It's like, if you say you like electronic music, like, that, there's so much broad. It's It's way too broad. And honestly, even if you go more specific, I'd be okay, like, even, like, even making it more specific because I feel like there's, I think any debate about genres is kind of, like, funny in and of itself because ultimately it is kind of pointless. Yeah, what what is what do you define as a genre, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, there is no... It's literally just up to... every. Literally, with music, almost everything is subjective, which is... I mean, that's true for most art in general. In fact, all art, technically, I would, I would say. Um, but... Wait, you can go first. You you had to say something. No, I had nothing to say. Okay, good. But um, with the with with Nine Inch Nails hurt, I feel that the impact would be a lot greater on people if they listened to the entire album right before hurt. If so, the album is the downward spiral, and the whole point of the album is literally just like 
This it basically is a story of Trent Reznor in his twenties dealing with addiction, depression, depression, just having a horrible life in general. It's literally called the downward spiral, and it's honestly like some of like. It's so like crippling music. There's bangers in there, definitely, but like, man, it's just sad. And then it culminates in hurt, and the ending to hurt is such an amazing ending to an album, just because you finally get. It's finally at a man who like. I have an idea. What's your idea? I jump into this episode like I'm Kramer on Seinfeld. Oh my god! Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, ball, damn! I wish we, I wish we got that on the mic. That was kind of awesome. I'm not gonna lie. We think, we'll look, it, 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 it we'll might have, it might have gotten on the mic, um, enough. Yeah, but we'll listen back. We'll listen back. I'm, so, I'm actually really, I'm really sad. I'm not gonna lie. So Baltazar just came in like Michael Richards, who is, yeah. Let's not, let, let's not use his name. I'm, I'm sorry, Kramer. Um, who's Michael Richards? I only know Kramer. I did, I did bring something. What'd you bring? A buy super tea, narino, narino peach. It's just, okay, so it's a peach tea. Wait, wait, wait. What mic is that? Uh, five. Yep, that's five. This one? Right? Yep. Can you hear? I can't hear anything. Okay, but you, you have the, look, it's because the headphones aren't labeled? Yeah, nothing's labeled in this room. We always complain about that. Can you hear now? No. Nope. about it? Okay. Um, what about now? That one's that one doesn't even have that anything even plugged have anything. into it. I don't know. I just can't hear anything. What, what about <laughs> now? First one. <laughs> what about now? Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Wh- why? <laughs> they were going through every one but the first one, and for some reason, this one at the end of the table is the first set of headphones. Anyway, yeah, I did bring something for you guys. This is a uh, peach by tea. Um, it is a Bye. uh super tea apparently, which somehow makes it different from a normal tea. I don't know. I, well, it's super tea. I, it, it is a spoiler. <laughs> I have had this one before. All right. But it's like a superfood. I did, I I did that label. for you guys to try this out, too. Superfood's a terrible label. That uh, is true. But no, yeah, no. To you, uh, you know, maybe maybe I will give a listen to Nine Inch Nails' uh, Hurt album. I don't know. Spiral Down? The, is yes. It? The Downward Spiral. I, well, I didn't. Let me just finish what's saying. Because with Hurt, I don't know if you even remember, but. I guess I guess I'm kind of spoiling the song, but not really. It ends with a gunshot, which I th- and the outro is. I'm sorry. The, yeah, it ends with a gunshot. The outro is like fantastic. In general, I think in order to appreciate any of those songs, you need to listen to the whole thing as a cohesive piece because it really is the downward spiral of Trent Reznor as a person. But you know, he got out of that. He's living in his fifties now, so you can't be that sad. Kind of like Johnny Cash did too. Well. Yeah, but he's dead, so it's not it's not that cool. Mm. <laughs> I would wait, wait, no. I would actually say no. I would say um, because Johnny Cash died like very fast after his cover of Hurt, so that's even worse. Yeah, and but yeah, like that's uh, the opposite. Uh, of another that. thing is he did deal with addiction and uh, drug abuse throughout his life as well. Um, so you could look at the parallels between the two artists. Yeah, I know. And like the emotion in the song is like partially the same you know what if what if johnny cash was just trent reznor from the future um that'd be pretty cool so trent reznor goes back in time and covers his own song yeah and does it better (laughs) okay uh, um for i do disagree with you i think the what makes the fact that two cover the two covers are so good is that 
they have like a different emotional perspective. Trent Reznor is speaking, of course, as a young man who is just tired of life. Addiction just yeah is you know just a horrible ex- mental experience for him. But Johnny Cash is more of so, so of an old man who soul he can't really fix a lot of the, the issues like he has a lot of you know regrets stuff like that that end is coming for him and he knows it so in general i think the composition i do i do love covers like that yeah it's actually like a they very give it like a completely different angle most people would argue it is like the best cover of a song um i would i mean i don't i'm trying to think of other covers actually i know i know another not of that Yo, song he's kind of good i'm not gonna lie i know but he, it's good I'm not a fan of Peach. Really? No. Yeah, Daisy's better. I feel like... <laughs> I, I was thinking like, that, and I, I'm like, I'm not saying that. I feel like in terms, of black, in terms of tea, I feel like the two like generic ones are Peach and Lemon. Yeah. And no, Green I, Tea. And I, green I, I tea. get that. I want to hear what you were saying about I like oh, Earl Grey. Yeah, what I was saying was... Um, I meant iced tea, but now it's making me think of how yeah, right. nasty an Earl Grey <laughs> Earl would be. Grey. Okay, look, like, I've had... I, so, there is a gin distillery over in Jersey City called Corgi uh, Brand Distillery. And they have a gin that is Earl Grey gin. And it's like they, they, they just put Earl Grey tea into gin, and it tastes amazing. Mm. Huh. You guys got to wait a couple years to drink that, so sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway, what I was saying about some songs, it's not it's not hurt, but I do like like covers of songs. Those are the better covers that try and like take their own angle on a song. Um, yeah, because like that's what you want to hear. You don't want to yeah. hear the same song. One you example, hear like a- one example from a couple years ago. Um, and you guys were talking about emo music before. Oh, you were listening. Yeah, I was. Okay. I I I do listen. I was listening on the way here. Respect. Um, you guys were talking about emo music. Uh, what is it? MCR did, made, like, what was it? Like, I think it's Cancer, it's called. And it's just generally about, like, oh, I'm going to die and, you know, yeah. have a happy life without me and all that stuff. And then I think last year, 21 Pilots did a cover of that. And it was it was the same song cover, obviously. Yeah. But it had a completely different, where MCR's version was a bit like, oh, I'm going to die. There's kind of a chance, but, you know, don't, like, hold on too much if, if you'll be happy or whatever. The the 21 Pilots one was a bit more like, oh, like, I'm basically already dead. Yeah. And so it was a completely different yeah. mood. Um, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of this that song either way. Yeah, but... But, no, but they, I, did, they did have it different. They did do it different. Which is Another weird. one that came out, like, a couple weeks ago was um, this... There's the song "Don't Fear the Reaper." Yeah, yeah. Um, the the band uh, Ninja Sex Party, normally a comedy I, band. Okay, I do like their covers. They they they've been doing a lot of covers lately, and they're really good. Because it's like they just take like a, a a stereotypical like hard rock, classic rock song, yeah. and then they cover it like as an '80s synth song. Yeah, they do. It's they good. do. A, a lot of them are '80s songs too. Yeah, no, they that is too. A, yeah. That's that's the thing. They're very good because, like, although they do a lot of comedy stuff, that's a lot of like, oh, haha, penis butts farts. They're still like musically talented. Yeah, and it really comes out. But they they did "Don't Fear the Reaper" as a cover in a in a bit of a different thing. It's a bit slower and like okay, yeah, that's good. Sadder, and it it it's honestly, I 
I think I prefer it more than the original, and the original is already like a good song. I'm gonna throw out a bad cover. Okay. Oh. Africa by Weezer. Oh, I mean, yeah, come on. It's yeah. Weezer yeah. In it's year literally, but like, it's not even like, it's and not even the fact that well, it's well, Weezer. It's literally yeah, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Weezer fan, and I thought it was pretty, because it's a bad song, and they like half assed it. It's like, yeah, it's not like, it's, it's half assed, you know, and like, they didn't really change anything. It's just like, this sounds like someone just like. Because the song was originally like played in, Africa on piano. Yeah, the song was originally like not that great. Uh, at least, at least, at least in my no, I kind of agree. Opinion. It's not it like an exceptional song. It's not. Though. It's an like, all right like, song. It's not, it's not a shitty it's, song. It's a, it's like a party song. It's not a terrible song, thing. but it's not. It's not the best song ever. Ooh. It could be better. Okay. So speaking of a, uh, we got our, we, some guys. Some guy emailed us a song of his own. So, oh, we should play it. Should no, play this it right actually here. sounds like it could be a good song. So we should play right should here. Play right now. We should rate it with the twelve out of twelve system. Yeah. Also, quick thing with the T. What do you guys think? Twelve out of twelve. Uh, nah. I give it a four out of twelve four. just because I don't, I don't like I don't like Peach. I just don't like Peach. Uh, um, I don't. Okay. I'll give it an eight out of twelve. Yeah, yeah. That's where I would give it it's around. Not like, it's not. It's not like amazing. It's but, not the best tea ever. But, but it's, like, a, it's, you know, it's a. It's good. It's I, a tea. It's yeah. good. It's enjoyable. So yeah, no, it's I. I had some fun drinking this. Yeah. Uh, what it's would just, be, It's just a peach tea. Like it's pretty. I got a question real quick. Yeah, what's up? What would be your twelve out of twelve food? Oh man. Uh, it, any like any, like Reuben's. I love Reuben sandwiches. I think so. Like if it's like an exceptional Reuben sandwiches, I might give it to twelve out of twelve. That's what I'm thinking of right now. Balti? I have no idea. Like I know I, it's hard to think. That is that is hard. I'm gonna um, say I'm gonna I'm gonna say mine. It's um, there is a place in Montclair called Veggie Heaven. Yeah. It is a Chinese food place that is everything mm-hmm. is vegan. Which dish? Um, I can't even remember what I got, but it was like some type of soup. Mm, um, okay. and like oh, it was so good. Okay. It was so good. Damn. All right. And like soup, soup yeah. is in general pretty solid soup soup soups good. soup is a very good meal soup is underrated you know what's <laughs> you know what's really really good what? just a just a real basic like tomato soup and grilled cheese oh, oh yeah the the combo right there yeah um man now i want that uh can i can i say one more quick thing on nine inch nails i promise yeah. blasting if you do want to go into them i don't know how much you guys like industrial music i actually do like industrial music a lot um, because I just, first of all, I, in general, I like dance music and uh, a lot, but I, f- but dance music combined with like some harder instrumentation, I feel is like the perfect combination for me. So if you are, if you wanted to like, listen to them, listen to their first album, pretty hate machine. It's called released in 1989. It's like not really like depressing. It's just mostly like, it's kind of like an 80s synth pop record, but th- just like a little harsher and Trent Reznor's vocals are so distinct on it, and it's a lot of bops, a lot of bangers. It's just a good record. A lot I've of been boops. Li- I've been listening to it a lot recently, so I just wanted to chill for it, you know. But uh, yeah, that's all I have to say on NIN. Listen to that band because they're really good. That is all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's another question. 
Oh, is um, it? If Balthazar can't uh, answer his 12 out of 12 food, um, you can Dragon Ball Z fusion with anyone. Who would it be? Who, who would it be? Who would it be? Okay, does that have to be a real person, right? I Yes. Okay, okay. Because, um, like, if it's a fictional person, then you're just going to be like, I want a Dragon Ball Z fusion with Goku. <laughs> Like that's not that's not fun. Geo, I we got you need a fusion name though definitely. Yeah, you, no. We, oh crap! I gotta answer this before I go to class. Um. Um. So, do you have one shot? Does anyone have one right now? I'm trying off to the think. top of my head. No, because that's the that's I, a. The, you really got to think about it. Dude, the first one I thought of was Michael Richards for some reason. <laughs> I just thought that'd be so funny. The first. Okay. Okay. The first one. Out of nowhere for some reason, was just Barack Obama. And I was just thinking, because of all those memes where, like, Barack Obama's, like, already, like, a Dragon Ball character. Okay, And so that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Barack Obama? Because have you ever seen those oh. that, like, people were like, oh, it's just, like, pictures of Barack Obama with, like, ninja swords or something. Yeah, And they just okay. put, like, a random, like, quote yeah. from, like, a movie or something. Yeah. I love those so much, and for okay. some reason, that was the first thing I thought of. So what would... We need, he needs a fusion name, but... So what would it be? Would it be like Baltharok? <laughs> That's so Baralty. bad. Baralti. Baralazar. Baralazar. I, I like. Wh- wait, what did you say? Baralti. Baralti. That's a good one. Obalti. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, good. That's oh, good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah. That does sound like a Dragon Ball name. <laughs> okay. Um, who who's who's got some power? Well, see, like the thing is, you don't you don't get like their bank account power. But you get no, no, you, you get, get their physical power. Yeah, you get you know their aura. Because there's a lot of people that would be cool to fuse with. I feel. Mm. It's a it's a it's a difficult question because I'm trying to think of someone. I got it. Okay. I know. Uh, there's two. Okay, let me no, no, there's just one okay. right now. Okay. I was gonna say Guy Fieri as a joke. That, that, okay, if I could fuse two people, it would be Guy Fieri and the head of Smash Mouth, so they can finally have a Steve full Har- beard. His name is Steve Harwell. I think they yeah. already are. Well, no, no, no. They then they could have a full yeah. beard. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, uh, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ooh, that's a pretty mm, solid that's one. Min Max right there. Yeah. I would be able to cook so much. <laughs> okay okay buddy um who do i want to fuse with uh let me think it was like a me mimi character like a mimi guy i think kermit the frog kermit the frog um but he's not a person though I can't fuse with a frog. He's a Muppet. A Muppet's like as close to as a person you'll get. That's not true, man. That ain't true. He's he's more human. That's Dog the, the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good fusion. Oh, oh I got my fusion name with the rock. What? The sock. Ah, okay. All right. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's... Less, less intimidating, you but see, it's still good. The yeah. thing is, like, I want to know, like... Wh- if there was like a purpose for diffusion, like what do I need to like fuse yeah. with to like like what what's the Ooh, what just oh, in you general? To, okay, like, oh, obviously yeah. you have to. Um, let's say let uh what, what would what would be 
What would you need to... What, what, what do you think you would need to... Feed? Okay, so Thanksgiving is next week. Um, your entire Thanksgiving meal has just been destroyed okay. by, like, a burglar. Okay. Let's say it's Frieza, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> um, right. And, like, you need to make Thanksgiving and possibly keep Frieza at bay or befriend Frieza. So, okay, all right. Huh. That's quite a lot of skills, so I need to get a good, like, a good all-rounder type of guy. Well, so you can choose someone who's just, like, really good at one thing, though. And then, yeah, like, and I fill the other role. Okay. So, do I need to make food and, and stop Frieza? You, you, need to make, you, you need to make a new turkey and new mashed potatoes. Wow, okay. Oh, fuse with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, but he's British. He doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, I, I, you got me there. You freaking got me. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's not. That's a pretty good fusion, though. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, oh, no, solid. Obama. What would the name be? Uh, Sigort. Sigort. Here's my question, actually, that I just thought of. If I did fuse with Obama, what would the Secret Service have to do? Would they? They'd still no. They'd still be with you. Yeah, they'd still have to protect you're, you're, you're us. You're the same person. Yeah. Because Obama's the, still in the there. The Secret Service is useless at that point. You yeah, yeah, you have Service. max power. That is true. So it doesn't matter. But they'd still probably follow around and help out. They would try to, but you would like fly through. The I roof. guess. I guess they'd be helpful if you were up against many lesser enemies as opposed to like one yeah they would take on the rest of the frieza force yeah yeah <laughs> the frieza force is trying to get into your house to to eat your food um all right i'm definitely gonna have to end up fusing with the wrestler i think no matter what um <laughs> so i would definitely th oh honestly i totally yeah, i'm gone for a little bit and this show became the wrestling show yeah and so dude we literally spent the first yeah, half spent, like, talking about wrestling yeah minutes, yeah uh, it, it'd be Kevin Owens. I'd fuse with Kevin Owens, I think. Kevin Owens is a good bit. He's, a, he's a family man. Yeah, Keo. K.O. Tevin. Keo. Keo. Tevin. <laughs> I just like love the idea of fusing and also, but like, you know how like they have like one voice that's like the mixture of oh, voices. God. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I would love to fuse with Brock Lesnar. So I would have the Brock Lesnar baby oh, voice. Oh, <laughs> Dude, Brock Lesnar has done so many steroids that he does not have like he he does not have a voice past twelve years old, and it's funny. Jerry Seinfeld and get the weird. Yo, so we have an uh, we have an issue. What? Wait, never mind. We I shouldn't talk about this on air because I gotta go to class. No yeah, matter he was what. about to, yeah. I think he was about to talk about like uh, yeah club stuff club on affairs. air. Yeah, my bad. But um, I gotta go because I need to get my exam back for physics. Yeah. I, okay. Well, I don't have an exam. But I think I we're gonna go. stop here. Yep. Yeah, uh, because I also have to go. So um, we're gonna turn the music back on. We're gonna say bid you all adieu. Yep. And uh, I've been uh, the sock with uh, Obalti <laughs> and uh, Tevin Owens. Yep. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See you next Thanksgiving. Goodbye. <laughs>
Hey there, guys. This is DJ J Magic. I'm going to talk to you about my show, Mac Attack. Tune in every Tuesday at 7.30.